Greetings. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Casual Divinity. I am your host, Nadudua. Shall we jam? Yes, let's. taking a moment. Pregnant pauses are getting longer and longer as days go on. Anyway, um, so I'm going to talk about what literally just happened to me. And it turns out it's a pretty common thing. This is going to be a cat story. So if you're like already bored with cats, this would be your your invitation to exit. <laughs> but it's not going to be like all cat gushy and stuff. It's really more about my relationship with my cat. And I'm just going to go all in about my little fur ball. Because I feel like she gave, she's given me a lot of gifts and I want to take a moment to really commemorate them. Just as I commemorated Anthony in my last episode, which thank you so much for witnessing that journey. I appreciate you all. So last week on a Sunday, my dearest Caddy Magenta of 10 years ran away. It wasn't the first time she's run away and she's a caddy born of of feral cats. She's from uh, Barn Cat. She's Barn Fam originally and she was born a runt. She was the runt of the litter And according to the owner, before I received her, she's such a sweet soul, she shared with me that she was responsible for saving her litter. My little catty boo. Um, Which I just wonder, like, wow. But I mean, that shows in her demeanor that strength she's a she's a mighty mouse this one so she's escaped a few times she's always kind of had a back and forth relationship with outside and I have had my back and forth relationship with whether or not she should be an outdoor cat and in the past I I've thought no because of her size and I always seem to be living on very busy traffic streets and uh, I don't want to find my cat laying around so you know that this and that but I would take her out and stuff like that but there be a there's been a couple times throughout the years where she has escaped, 
but she stayed around the general area, like within like maybe seriously a mile radius, if that. It's usually like a few buildings, like just staying amongst the trees and other <laughs> other bushes and things around, whatever vegetation she can hide herself in. It's usually where you would find her around the apartment building. This time was different. This time it came at the ending of a lot of things and it was very unexpected. In fact, I didn't even know that she left until the next morning when I woke up and I was going to feed her and the house felt different. And she didn't charge to my door as she might when I wake up. And so I just woke up in a in a whirlwind of questions. Where's my cat? You know, um, I had noticed that she had been getting a little better at being, um, at teleporting. You know, like one, one minute she's one place and the next minute she's in another place. I know cats can fit themselves through things, but at a certain point, where is it fitting through something and when is it just telepathy? I'm just saying. Anyway, (laughs) I wonder how much of that had to do with how she escaped. All of this to say, I missed her when she left and she was really nowhere to be found and she had a great head start because I didn't even know she left and I realized when I ran outside calling for her that she didn't really want me to now see there's gonna be another story involved it's not just all about cats But it's about cats as in like maybe cougar cat. And I don't mean this necessarily in the older woman. Although it is, it is the older woman's tale. Or the tale of any caregiver who no longer has to care give as their primary action in life. So whether it is you are a mother or father or a caregiver whose person who's passed on or child has moved on and they've grown up and moved away, some people have this passage in their life. Not everyone has family growing up around them their entire lives. That is a privilege growing up with family. I mean, that is if your family is nurturing and sees you. I understand that there are many ways that we can express a family dynamic. Oh, it's the one with my caddy though. Oh my gosh. So, and the one with just in general with life because My daughter has just moved out not that long ago. And with her departure, that was a lot of decompression 
and change and even noticing the subtle bodies shifting but then with my cat leaving also I got very aware of how I care for others more than myself and how deep that practice runs to the point that it took my cat to run away for me to see that I still will prioritize my cat's well-being over my own. Now, (laughs) don't get it twisted. Animals need care, but cats are kind of self-sufficient, right? We, that's why certain people enjoy their demeanor. And this is also where it fits into that cougar-esque mentality, as in this particular case for myself, I am a woman who is no longer a primary parent. who also then did not even have a cat to care after. And day one, I don't know that I could really do much of anything. And, I, I, and then I was really shook in, in realizing that, wow, I really do frame my care around how I care for other people. But when it's just left to me, when I'm left unto myself to care for me, not sure where to move first. And that was something I really needed to tap into and be aware of. That there's still work to do in this area of self-love and self-care. And I'm excited to be on that journey and to be a living example of that for my daughter. But you know, my cat saw that, that I needed that, but she also needed that too. At 10 years, she wanted to return from where she came. The streets were calling her name. <laughs> And she answered the call. Day two of her leaving was like the real, like, okay. Like, I kind of got angry. I was like, oh, that cat, you know what? No, forget it. I don't want a cat anyway. I blah, 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 you know? You go into that anger denial phase or (laughs) Definitely in that for a little while and still went looking but then realized like I kept getting the vibe that she does not wish to be found and I realized that she was the deepest dialogue within me speaking that I could not hear that at this time in my life I did not want to be responsible for anyone And why was that? And the reason was because I still struggle with prioritizing my self-care. Making sure that 
It's, it's simple things. I'm not talking about like going on some crazy vacation and boop, bop, beep, boop. I'm talking about, did you brush your teeth? Did you meditate? You know, did you do something that helped you to feel rested that didn't have anything to do with work or what you do? You know, like just something that you enjoy. Just things, things of that nature. Like really getting into the details of things that you enjoy doing that also happen to take care of your person and help you stay embodied so that you don't resent showing up for other people. Nor do you expect them to understand that you need that nurturing and those boundaries and that time. She realized that I had it and now and then she wanted it too. And you know, by by day three and four, I was just starting to realize that like, oh, I might really not have a cat anymore. And that what does my life look like then as my own person? And I started to like, oh, you know what? I can leave this open because my cat's not going to get into it. I started to expand a little more. And then I also, in that expansion, realized some of the ways that I was um, restricting myself and my relationship with my cat that wasn't really necessary. It's just in the habit of doing certain things. So she really gave me a lot of gifts. Like we both got a little time to ourselves. We got to see if we could handle ourselves on our own. Um, Last night in our city, we had a, a series of storms. I mean, it got pretty warm out here like in the 70s. And, uh, you know, that's rare for December in the Midwest. And, um, well, maybe not that rare anymore. Anyways, um, (laughs) I mean, we had uh, tornado sirens everywhere, winds kicking up all over the place. We had hail, we had rain. And maybe at the, the middle of all of it, as things began to slow down, and I, on the gust of wind, I heard a scratching at the back door and a meow that I've never heard before. And I jolted up and darted toward the back door. And sure enough, there she was. It was like I'd opened a door to a portal, literally wind blowing through the back door and my cat just trotting in with a high curved tail, purring and happy to see me. Oh, and I was happy to see her too. It was like the biggest miracle. But it was also a a seriously humbling moment because 
first of all, that she returned. And then it, I just felt like it all felt like a gift. I no longer took her presence for granted. I also had some time to readjust my inner dialogue to realize that my cat, even my cat can wait. You know, she will get her needs met. And so will I. don't have to put myself on hold anymore. And in fact, I think moving forward, she's going to be an indoor-outdoor cat. Because my thought process was at 10, she served a good amount of time in my family. She helped see my father to the other side. She helped me as a single mother go through some serious crap. She helped me as a shaman to speak with other animals and to even understand certain legends better because on Friday, Venus's day, yesterday, those storms began to come through. I had pulled Inanna as the collective card of the day and on the back of that card it goes through how Inanna had to go through the seven layers and at each at each layer or level she had to give something up in order to reach the underworld. Because she could only show up naked as herself genuinely to receive that protection and that knowledge and wisdom, that transformation. And then naked she is reborn to return unto the world as her new self. And my sweet magenta came back on the seventh day to symbolize walking through a doorway. A transition has occurred. And uh, what a humbling time life can be when you allow animals to be a part of your world. Believe me, I never thought I would have an animal. Ooh-wee, let's throw a card, shall we? gonna let it rip as it is I'm not even gonna fix it too much a bunch of cards flew out of the deck I'm gonna start with what's at the bottom we have the page of swords absolutely absolutely I believe page of swords is sun and Gemini and I feel that this quick movement this um mm, communication uh with self, right? Between the selves, but then also communication 
with animals, with, with spirit, with the earth, um, with our friends, with the people that we consider our family. That, that is definitely Page of Swords, but this is to me new communications of all times. And let me tell you, I believe I reached a new communication with my beloved cat. And I, I believe all of you are, we're all privy to some new communication uh, skills that we weren't aware that we had before. So on the floor proper is the tower face up. That is Mars. Mars and uh, uh, I've been getting all kinds of, uh, the tower has been coming through a lot collectively and personally a lot a lot of change a lot of revelation has been coming through as of lately um the other two cards that have fallen on my lap actually three cards have fallen on my lap two are upright one is still flipped over the two that are upright one is the chariot reversed the other is the ace of pentacles upright oh boy Well, you see, the tower has that big lightning bolt, that storm that came through. And the chariot, with her laurels of victory between her wings, has that lightning continuing from the tower, urging her to move forward. But it's also like more of an internal moving forward. It's a very deep revelation that we're having. And this Ace of Pentacles is talking about how this internal shift is going to bring great external shifts in the world around us, in our personal world, how we see it, how we wish to receive it, how we choose to shape and create it. I'm going to flip over this other card here to see what it is. Temperance, blessed be. We are in Sagittarius season. This is the Sagittarius card. We are on fire. Oh, goodness. I know a lot of us have been having a lot of crow activity. And uh, the spirit world is definitely wishing to remind us, to vivify us and our relationship with them and to balance that, that alchemy. Our our unseen team is here with us, first and foremost. And it is here that they wish to uh, work with us in our personal alchemy, what that looks like. It's going to take some time and some effort. And we don't have to speak about everything to everyone. We can be writing things down, page of swords, in the privacy of our own home, in our tower. Right? But whatever these things that are coming through now aim to give us a big return in the long run, Saturn, Ace of Pentacles. So do the exploration of your own medicine. Do the exploration of your connection with the animal world and the spirit worlds, your own ancestors. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here. I can't imagine anything else to say at this point. I really appreciate you receiving me and holding space for my experience and hopes that 
it resonates and speaks to something of your own experience and that you are not alone and that we are quite magical. Anyways, again, my name is Nadudua. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Casual Divinity. You can find me on Instagram at o.o.bounds. That's double O bounds. And I'll be around, y'all. Please take good care of yourselves. Until next time.